Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hey, you guys, welcome to this week's episode. In this episode, we are going to be talking about how we are going to change our lives by focusing on our subconscious mind. We're going to dive into the difference between the conscious and the unconscious mind and why when we want to change, we need to change our subconscious mind patterns and we need to change that paradigm. So we're going to get, we're going to dive into it. We're going to talk about the subconscious mind in terms of science as well. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. But first, if you guys have not noticed, I changed my Instagram handle and I changed my YouTube name. So it is now High Vibe Teaching. I wanted my Instagram and my YouTube to match my podcast. All right. So when I first learned about the subconscious mind, that was really what kind of put me in the fast lane of changing my life. So once I understood what the subconscious mind means and how it's developed, I was able to apply that knowledge and to change habits in my life, which ultimately changed my belief system. And it changed my thoughts and emotions, which contributed to the change of action. And we're going to talk about that more in this episode. Okay, you guys, I want to be very explicit with you with what the main idea is of this episode. And we're going to dive into that main idea. So the main idea is our beliefs create our thoughts. Our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions create our actions. And in the very beginning of that was our beliefs, right? So our beliefs drive our thoughts and our beliefs are directly tied to our subconscious mind. So in order to change our actions, we need to change our emotions. We need to change our thoughts and beliefs. And that all stems from understanding our subconscious mind. Okay, so let's get into the science portion of this. Let's get into the science portion. Now, our minds are separated into two separate parts. We have our conscious mind, and then we have our subconscious mind. And our conscious mind is our present consciousness. So it's what's going on in this present moment. So our conscious mind is what we use in our everyday lives. It's like, okay, I have to go to the grocery store. So I'm going to go to the grocery store. What do I need at the grocery store? Oh, I need eggs and bananas. The conscious mind is what we use every day in the present moment. And according to science, it says around 10% of our mind is conscious. I want to talk a little bit more about the conscious mind. So the conscious mind is just very baseline. It's just exactly what you see. When you see conscious mind, just think of everyday action. So it's like waking up in the morning, brushing your teeth, solving a math problem. What's one plus one? Two. Can you get this at the grocery store? It's just very base level. It is everyday The conscious mind is just very everyday action, okay? Now the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is responsible for collecting, storing, retrieving data and information, okay? So this is a lot more complex than our conscious mind. 
And for an example, I want you guys to think of the the subconscious mind as being your memory bank in your brain, okay? So it's where your memories come from. It's where maybe some fears linger. Have you guys seen the episode of SpongeBob where... Um, you know, his mind and they go through the filing cabinets and they can't find his name. Think of the subconscious mind as that. Think of the subconscious mind as the filing system in your brain. Okay. So it kind of, it forms our belief system. That's exactly what it does. It's all, it's all of our memory is stored in our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind is the very first thing to develop, which means it has stored a lot, a lot of information from our childhood. And this is the main development time of the brain, zero to two. If you guys do not know this, um, my undergrad degree was child development. And that child development is the most fascinating thing to me. And that's why I love all of this self-development because a lot of our, I don't want to say issues, but a lot of the reasons why we do the things we do present is because of our childhoods. And the human brain develops the most from the ages zero to two years. That is when the brain is rapidly developing. That is when the subconscious is storing all this memory, all this information, and all of that is derived from environment. And the crazy thing is, for example, I'm 27 years old. I am still carrying information that I have stored from my childhood today right now. Same with everyone. Same with everyone. Um, So if you think about it, that's why a lot of times trauma in your childhood lingers with you into adulthood until it gets addressed and healed. So that's what I'm talking about here. The subconscious mind has the power of kind of holding on to this negative traumatic energy and you have to heal. And that's what a lot of people do in therapy and and counseling or even um, energy healing with uh, healing themselves. So the job of our subconscious mind, if you think about it, the job of our subconscious mind is to act the same way we have been programmed. If we were trained, because that's what it is, If we are trained from the ages, you know, I'm going to talk about myself. This is the best, this is the best thing I could do. The best thing I could do for you guys to try to understand what I'm talking about, because honestly, I kind of worry that you guys don't know what I'm talking about because I'm not good at explaining. So, you know what? I'm just going to free flow and I'm going to talk of how this relates to me. So, for example, when I was growing up, there was a lot of talk of money. There was a lot of talk of not having enough money, worrying about money. And that started when I was young, very, very young. My parents always just worried about money. There wasn't enough. Had to budget. Job job is first. Job is number one. Like you go to your job, no days off. Your job is your life in a way because it gives you money, which gives you, you know, a house. So subconsciously in my mind, I have, and I'm trying to work through this, I have this fear that there isn't enough money to go around, and I have this fear that there isn't enough money. Like, I'm going to run out of money. I'm 
everything I spend is just, I have a scarcity feeling towards money. And that is programmed in my subconscious because that's what I grew up in. That was my environment. So my subconscious is telling me to act the same way around money that my parents had because that's what I was raised in. And it's telling me to act the same way towards money even present when I'm 27 years old and I make my own money now and I own my own business. It's still there. That's something I have to deprogram. That's a paradigm. And that's what I'm talking about here. That's how we really change our lives is when we find this, like, I guess I'm going to say flaw. When we find this flaw in our subconscious of that's not true, you know, I do have more than enough abundance in my life in terms of money. I have to change that paradigm to change my life. The thing is, The subconscious, it's interesting. And this is what I really had to understand as well. The subconscious makes it seem true, but it's not. Some things in our subconscious is not true, right? A lot of things that we grow up with and to believe as beliefs are programmed by our subconscious. However, is it true? That's how you debunk and that's how you fix and heal your subconscious thoughts that you've grown up with for years and years and years. That's how you become better is you have to question your beliefs. You have to ask yourself if they're true and you got to move forward and change your perspective, change your paradigm. So the thing, yes. So the thing about the subconscious is it does not know the difference between true and false. And I, I really, I think about, it's fascinating to me because I think about, um, I was at the beach yesterday and um, at the beach, I saw, you know, a family of people who are Amish and I thought in my head, huh, they have completely different perspective and completely different paradigms, completely different subconscious thoughts. They've been programmed completely different than I have, but is their way the truth and is my way the truth? It's just opinion. It's just perspective. And that's what, that's how we're going to change our paradigm is knowing that, you know, what is truth. It's, it's kind of deep a little bit, but hopefully I'm not losing you. But all it knows is the data is there. It is true. It continues to live this way. And going back to my whole money scarcity, um, when I lived on my own, I was 20 years old. I lived in my own in Orange County and I was so broke. I was stressed out. I remember, I just thought about this the other day. When I was my sophomore year of college, I was on my own. I would drive to school, drive to work, and I would be so stressed out looking at my gas tank because I literally had this scarcity of if I don't have enough money, I can't get to work. And I just have a lot of um, healing I need to do in terms of money. And, you know, there's a lot of um, bruises left on me in terms of money that I'm working through at the moment. I used to have the belief that money is something that you, I could, you guys, (laughs) I could talk so much about my limiting, limiting belief with money, but, um, I won't, I'll save that for a different episode, but that is something I'm currently working through. So how they work together. So the subconscious mind and the conscious mind work together because in the background that you don't really think about is your subconscious mind creating your belief system. 
And your belief system creates your thoughts. Your belief system creates your thoughts. And remember how I've talked about in my previous episodes about how our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions create our vibrational frequency, right? And that's what gets attracted into our lives. That's what, those are the actions that we perform. So our subconscious and conscious work together by creating our life that we're living right now in this moment. Your subconscious mind is creating your beliefs. Your beliefs are creating your thoughts, which are creating your emotions, which are creating your actions slash your conscious mind actions, right? The conscious mind is in your present. But in retrospect, in reality, there's this whole system in the background that you don't even think about or know about. It's just there. It's kind of, I just kind of think of it as like a running record. Like, let's pretend you're a very anxious person around money, me, but I'm working on it. My subconscious mind is always like fear, fear, not enough money, not enough money. What if something breaks? What if I have to pay $2,000 on this? What if my car breaks down? Like fear, money, fear, money is running in the background. So my belief system is I don't have enough money. My thought is I am stressed out. I am fearful. I don't have enough money. My emotion is fear, which is a low vibrational frequency. And then my actions are, I'm just going to save all my money. I'm going to count every single penny. I am going to be so afraid to lose it. I don't want to donate my money. I don't want to share my money. I don't want to buy expensive gifts for people. I am afraid to lose this money. Bam. Do you see how... The subconscious of what I learned as a kid has carried on with me to adulthood. To adulthood. Yeah, it is insane. But the good news is we can change. We can change our subconscious mind. We can change our paradigm. And it takes work. It's called self-healing. It's also called um, healing the inner child. I don't know if you guys are familiar with like psychology or child development, but it's A lot of psychologists and um, researchers call it the inner child, and it's because of our subconscious was created when we were infants to about seven, six years old is when it like stops, I believe they say. Six, seven years old is when your subconscious mind is done being developed. For those of you, I but then again, I think everyone has traumatic things happen in their life. Um, Some are more traumatic than others, but I think every single person has traumatic experiences, every single one of us. Um, so that's why when people talk about self-healing, they're talking about healing their subconscious mind of what they were exposed to in their environment as a kid. All right. So now we're going to dive into the beliefs, the thoughts, emotions, and actions a little bit deeper, just so you guys get a better understanding of like this chain of reaction. But I do want to bring up a quote and this quote is by Gandhi. And this is what the quote says. This is what he states. This is what Gandhi says. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values and your values become your destiny. 
And it all starts with our belief system. And next week, I'm going to dive into limiting beliefs um, because every single person has limiting beliefs that hinders their present reality, right? It hinders their consciousness. So let's dive into belief systems first. So a belief system is what you accept as to be true. It could or could not be true. So belief systems are so powerful that this will influence everything in your life. That is why it's the first little chain of why we are the way we are. So it'll influence your job, where you live. Now, beliefs could be limiting, which means our belief system that we believe in could actually be hindering us not to reach our full potential. A belief could also be a positive belief, right? So there could be a negative limiting belief or there could be a positive belief. And I'm going to get into it next week, more in depth with the limiting beliefs. Whether they're positive or negative, we react to them. And beliefs are stored in our 90% of our minds. Remember how I said we only use 10% of our conscious mind or 10% of our mind is conscious? 90% of our mind is subconscious. So who's really ruling the show? Who is dictating your life? It's not your conscious mind. It's your subconscious mind. And you got to work at that and you got to crack at it to change your life. Unless you understand the subconscious and conscious mind, you don't know that your subconscious mind is actually the one running the show. They are The subconscious mind is dictating your life in a way. Unless you know this information, you don't know it's there because you just think all I have is what I can see right now, right? Even though we don't know they exist, we are acting upon the subconscious mind. That is what is driving our behavior. Yes. And most of the subconscious is developed by age seven. So that's first grade. And this is when like mindset work comes in to change your beliefs. And we're going to talk about this next week. And it all starts with the belief system. And then it triggers everything else. It's like the bottom of the pyramid that needs to change. And then everything else will, or I guess it's the beginning of the catalyst because once you change your belief system, then everything else will change. So let's go into thoughts now. So first is our belief system, right? And our belief system creates our thoughts. So with our thoughts, they are from our beliefs and we create our thoughts. Our beliefs are stored in our unconscious minds and spill over to our conscious minds and tell us what we what to think. We may be aware or unaware of this, but it is happening. The unconscious mind's job is to give you information based on our belief system in our past in what you experienced in the past. That's how our belief system is made from our past. And then we expect them to be true, links over to our thoughts. And for example, this was a thought of mine. I Seriously, this was literally a belief that I thought was true, which created my thoughts. Everyone who has money is greedy. Everyone who has nice things is greedy. If you own a nice home, you drive a nice car, you're greedy and money is bad. Money's bad. That was my thought process up until I started doing this work and debunking my belief system because I saw what it was doing um, in my actions with money. So that's just an example. Um, So then our thoughts, right? Our thoughts create our emotions. 
I have a whole episode about emotions. I'll link it down below. And our emotions create our vibrational frequency. And that's why I named this podcast High Vibe Teaching, because I love talking to you guys about how you can change your life through this information. And if we think higher vibe, higher frequency thoughts, then our lives change and we become happier. So for example, the whole conversation of money, I was afraid of losing it. So I never took chances. Uh, You know, I was afraid to invest. I was afraid to donate. I was afraid to go out and go experience life because I had this fear of losing money. And fear is a very low vibrational frequency. So I was attracting a lot of low vibrational experiences in my life. Again, I highly encourage you guys to listen to, I think, episode three, four, five, three, four, five. I talk a lot about this information and it's just really good information. And um, every emotion that we have can be measured scientifically through frequency. We know when someone has a high vibrational frequency, they kind of light up the room. They feel good to be around. And we know people who have low vibrational frequencies who just are not that fun to be around or you just kind of repel against them and you don't really want to be around them. That's all with our emotions and the frequency we're giving off. And again, listen to those past episodes. They're really, really good. And then finally, our emotions create our actions and our actions are part of our conscious mind, right? So we have beliefs, thoughts, emotions in our background, right? It's the background, it's our subconscious, and then it creates our actions, which is our conscious thoughts. Like we can see our actions unfold in front of us. So um, your actions, again, if you're high vibration, you probably are really smiley. You want to talk to people. You're more welcoming. You ask people about themselves. You ask them about your their days. You're just really fun to be around. You have this such nice energy and it's all through your actions and body language. That's where that comes in. But if you are low vibrational, like I said before, you just are not, you know, you're probably look grumpy, non-approachable. People probably are a little afraid to talk to you or the person that is low vibrational in a, you know, the actions, they're not talkative. They don't really care to talk to you. They just do their own thing or they just don't give off a positive energy. It's all, it's all quantum physics. It's all a thing. And then in, I'm just going to carry on the example with money. Since I had the limiting belief that money is scarce, I'm never going to have enough money or whatever. It created the thoughts of people who do have a lot of money must be greedy. They must be not good people. They must be terrible people, right? Greed is ugly. Money is ugly. Money is negative. Those create emotions of fear in me and towards money, which my actions were, I was afraid, I was holding, I wasn't even like sharing the money that I do have with people less fortunate because I was being, I wasn't even like donating or, 
you know, I just, I'm working on it. So the emotion of fear of spending money and not having enough and everyone that has money is grade A. Um, the actions that rolled over were, I don't like to spend money. I don't want to spend money. I want to hoard money. I'm not going to tip well. Yeah. Not proud of the way I used to think, but I'm working on it. I would just be scared. I wouldn't want to spend money. I don't, I don't want to go on vacations. I wouldn't want to go on vacation. Even looking back on that now, I'm just like, oh my gosh, wow. Um, I feel like I've grown so far from that. But this just shows why we act the way we act. And it all goes back to our stored beliefs. And what you have to do is you need to dig. Why, why do I believe this? Why am I acting this way? Ooh, you, you know what? I'm going to bring this into teaching now. Are you ready? This might hit a lot of you guys a little hard, but it just came to me. So let's think about this. I'll, I'll bring it back to my first year teaching. Because that was when I was in the classroom for a full year. Um, now, my actions in the classroom. If you want to try to fix your subconscious mind and your beliefs, this is what you got to do. You got to think about this in the reverse. So you have to think about your actions first, then your emotions, your thoughts, and your beliefs. You got to work backwards. First year teaching. My actions were I was stressed out all the time. I was lashing out my kids. I was not being fully present. I was stressed out. I was just not in the right mindset of teaching. I didn't really like my job. I had a very low vibrational frequency coming to work every day. And that's because my emotions towards teaching were, I was stressed. I was so low vibe. I dreaded coming to work. I was just stressed with the workload and I was stressed with the environment in general. And that's because my thoughts were, this is not what I thought teaching was supposed to be. This is not like what teaching is like. The internet makes teaching look so different than what it is like actually. This is not teaching. I must be doing something wrong. My kids must be doing something wrong. I'm not doing enough. I don't like my job. Those kind of thoughts. But it all goes back to my belief. And my belief was that the kids are going to listen. The kids are going to be good all the time. My belief was the kids that I teach, they're going to love me automatically. My, my belief was that I'm the teacher. I'm going to get respect. No problem. Like this, just like it was when I was in school. My belief was the classroom was going to be exactly how it was when I was a kid. And that is where I was wrong. And I had to go backwards, and I'm working on this still. You guys, it's a work in progress with everything. Um, I had to go back and really check my belief of what education is and what school is all about and the role of the teacher. I had to change that belief system, and now I have such a different viewpoint of teaching. And when I go back into the classroom, I'm really excited to see how my new belief system towards teaching is going to carry over into the classroom. Because now my, my belief system is like, expect nothing from the kids. Expect nothing. I can't expect them to do anything. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean I need to assume nothing. And I need to, that's kind of what it is. I'm not going to even have a belief that the kids know how to sit in a chair. I mean, come on, 
Can I even assume that? No, can't. I'm not going to assume or have this belief that because my kids are fifth graders, they know how to add and subtract decimals. No, no, that's my belief. Or that, you know, the teachers are going to, everything's going to be rainbows and flowers and sunshine like I see on the internet. No, that's limiting belief. That is not the truth. I thought that's what it was going to be like. And that's why I just hated teaching my first one, two, three years. Didn't like it because of my belief system. So I had to change that, which is changing my thoughts and changing my emotions and changing my actions. (sighs) You guys, I hope you took this information and I hope I made it to where you guys can understand what I'm talking about because This is kind of like the information I wish I would have known sooner. But then again, I can't even say that because we all retrieve information when we're ready for it. So the fact that you're listening to this podcast shows that you are ready for this information and you're ready to apply it into your life. And I'm telling you right now, if you do apply it, don't be hard on yourself. Be easy with yourself and just dig, do the work. And dig. Start with something of, um, I don't know, maybe start with your job. What did I start with? I don't even know. Oh, (laughs) I know what I started with, but I'll talk about that in a different episode. But think, think of something in your life. Maybe it's buying a new car. This was my problem, buying a new car. I knew I had to buy a new car. I really didn't want to. And right when I thought about buying a new car, fear popped I felt the emotion of fear and I still kind of have this, but I'm working through it. And I had to ask myself, why is buying a car creating the emotion of fear? What is my thought with that? Well, my thought is I'm not going to have enough money to pay for it. Okay. Well, why would I even think that I have a full-time job and a business and I work my ass off and I'm proud of it. I am proud of how hard I work and how much I work and why shouldn't I own a nice car? And that all stemmed with my belief system. And that's what I had to journal about. Now you can journal through your belief systems as well. And I'm going to talk about that in next week's episode, how to fix your limiting beliefs. And again, I hope you guys are just getting this information and it is changing your life in one way or another. Just, I'm so happy you guys are here joining me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week. And I just want to say thank you to every single one of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for giving me a rating on um, the podcast. If you guys share, thank you so much. If you think this information would help anyone, go ahead and share it. Um, I believe information is true wealth. So share it talk about it, have the discussions about it. I love discussing this kind of stuff. So thank you guys so much for watching. I'll catch you guys in my next week's episode and bye guys.